Prepare for your jump. Approaching King's Canyon. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to Voidwalker, an Apex Legends podcast, talking about everything going on in the world of the video game Apex Legends. I'm your host, Jules the Human, and today is a monumental episode for the show, the biggest episode of Voidwalker ever, and possibly the most anticipated and the biggest episode of my podcasting career that I've ever done, at least personally for me. This means a lot, but uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into what's going on, but thank you so much for the continued support. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you so much for sharing all the emails. Thank you so much for all the emails and the Apple Podcast review. Uh, All the reviews are amazing. Thank you so much. Keep doing it. Keep sending them in. I'm not going to read any of the emails or the podcast reviews on this episode. It'll be saved for next episode. We have a ton. I kind of want to just get into uh, what's going to happen today on the show, and I'm really excited, but all of those will be read on the next episode. But thank you so much. Remember, VoidWalkerPod, VoidWalkerPod at gmail.com. If you want to talk about anything or if you have any specific questions that you want me to help you out on, I would be more than happy to read them on the show and help you out because more than likely somebody listening is having the same problem or has the same question. But yes, those will resume next episode. But if you want to continue the conversation or talk about anything that's going on in this episode or any other episodes before this, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jules the Human. I'm streaming Apex Legends quite a bit. Uh, almost all the time and we have an amazing community of people that want to play together people that uh you know like to talk about apex legends and we had a lot of people come by from the podcast so if you want to be you know if you want to talk about it if you want an instant question answered or something like that twitch.tv slash jules the human j-u-l-e-s the human and it's jules the human on twitter uh instagram tiktok and jules the human on youtube we have a a really cool video of me cosplaying as dr disrespect playing apex on halloween that was uh an amazing time and, and it's a really funny video so go subscribe go all that stuff all the links to my stuff are in the description of this podcast but but I kind of want to get into it and I need to take you back a little bit, I guess, talk a little bit about myself if you don't know the story. Um, so I've been a console boy for a long time. I had a PlayStation 2. Um, I played, you know, Genesis and N64. I've had a couple Xboxes, uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One. And then most recently, 2018, 2019 or so, I had the Nintendo Switch and I was playing, you know, Mario games and things like that. And uh, I was just sort of a casual, you know, <laughs> casual again. And, you know, I was doing music and a, a lot of stuff like that. But I saw something that changed everything. I saw the beginnings of something that was uh, that caught my eye, that looked intriguing, and that was when Apex Legends uh, premiered in 2019, and it just was insane. The gunplay looked amazing. It looked beautiful. This was one of the most diverse casting of characters, group of characters, group of legends, and everything just caught my eye and it the way that it released was amazing it just shot off like a rocket it had so much momentum and i said i needed to buy i needed to play this game 
I need to play Apex Legends. So I sold my Nintendo Switch and I bought my friend's PC. And it, I mean, I guess the rest is history. No, <laughs> I I played starting in week three of Apex Legends and I never played computer games before ever in my 28 years of living. I've never played keyboard and mouse. And that's what I learned keyboard and mouse on. And I base every other game off of my keybinds from Apex Legends and that's kind of why it's such a big deal for me like it's just in me and ever since then it's launched you know me into Twitch streaming I already had the the mics I already had the cameras and now I had the PC and I was like well let's just start Twitch streaming so everything that I owe all the success I owe from my YouTube channel from uh my streams on Twitch we have an amazing community now and it's just been insane lately all that I can owe to Apex Legends because I finally bought the bullet, bullet and got a PC. So this game means a lot to me. And when I was introduced to a specific character in this video game, he instantly became my favorite. It was so cool how different he was, um, how smooth and sly and good looking and the best dressed legend was introduced finally and to this day uh he's my main crypto talking about crypto and uh this was a dream come true i honestly did not know this would ever happen at the beginning of the podcast at the very beginning before i even started i was like you know what maybe i can get crypto's voice actor here maybe i can get uh somebody from the show or somebody from the game to come and talk with me that'll be a dream someday and here we are and Coming up in the episode, I have an interview with me and Johnny Young, the voice of crypto, and I, I'm i just on top of the moon. I, I don't even know. I, I This is it. I've peaked. This is it. I said it on Twitter. There's nothing else I want to do. This was it. But no, Johnny is an amazing human being. It was a lot of fun talking to him. I mean, you can go look at his extensive acting career. Um, he's been in Overwatch. He's been, uh, you know, crypto in Apex Legends. But he does uh, he does talk a little bit about at the end about um, some games that he's going to do later on this year. He has a lot of upcoming projects. So keep an eye on Johnny. It's Johnny Young 115 on Twitter. Uh, Johnny Young 115 on Twitch as well. If you don't know, a lot of the voice actors actually stream them playing Apex Legends. So go give Johnny a follow. He's so chill. He's so relaxing watching him play the game and talking to him on the show um, for, you know, the interview and stuff. You can tell he's super calm and a lot of the traits that you would think, you know, crypto has. But underneath it all, I can very much tell and probably you can tell by the way he was talking that he's such a hard worker. If he wants something to happen, he's going to make it happen no matter what the cost. And he's going to keep pushing and striving. And that's so inspirational. And it was so amazing to talk to him. And he's just an amazing human being. All of Johnny's links to everything that he does is going to be in the description of this podcast. Go follow him. And if you're not, you're wrong. Go do it right now. And yeah, I've been Jules the Human. And I thank you again Thank you so much uh, for listening. Thank you to Johnny. And let's get into the final circle. Final round. Beginning ring countdown. Hi, hello. This is Jules the Human, and I'm here with Johnny Young. And you may know him as the voice of crypto. Johnny, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for talking with me. How are you doing? How's your day? 
What's up, man? No problem. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, it's going well. Thanks. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything amazing this weekend? It was just, just the it, weekend. Did you do anything cool? <laughs> did I do anything amazing this weekend? Play I went a lot of on, Apex. Uh, I I actually did not. Uh, I I uh, there's a few things that happened. I went on a, an amazing like hike jog on the oh. weekend, and then I received my HTC VR unit finally. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah. What are you, what are you gonna play? Like some scary um, games. I mean, a I mean, a bunch of stuff. I'm really curious about. I'm a huge Half Life fan, so Half Life Alex, of course, mm. and Bone Works, and but the big one it also is, uh, you know, from Respawn, uh, Medal of Honor that's going to be coming out. Oh next month. yes, so. for sure. I just finished Half Life Two. Actually, I'd never gone through it, and it was so difficult for me. I'm really bad at video games. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm streaming and stuff, and I'm playing Apex, and I'm learning keyboard and mouse, and I just got through. Uh, half-life 2 because i was like you know what i better start at the beginning you know start at the beginning of computer video game you know storyline story driven games and i just finished half-life 2 but that's really awesome i'm i'm excited to see some um vr stuff for sure so i did want to talk about like what got you into you know being a creative were you always creative were you always like I don't know, the start of the show, you've done acting, we can go over your acting, your voice acting and stuff, but like, what got you to where you're at right now? Like, what started it all? Oh, I mean, started like acting or yeah, like... Yeah, acting, um, or maybe even like, how did you get into voice acting? I guess we can start there. Like, when did you decide that you can use your voice and it could still, you know, resonate with people? Uh, honestly, man, I, I didn't really think about it that way. <laughs> it sure. was more like, uh, you know, I've been a huge video game fan mm -hmm. since I was a kid and I owned almost every single console and my whole child childhood was building computers with my nerd friends and, uh, reading comic books. Like, you know, I mean like the whole big craze is anime now, but like mm -hmm. back in the day, it was like the nineties X-Men and Spider-Man. And I, you know, I had all the comics, um, but the way I got into voice acting was I've been, I was a, I was a, it's been what, I've been an actor for now for like 19 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a period of time when I didn't have a lot of work and I was just sitting at home and I, I played Overwatch and then, and then I played Black Ops 3. I, I, I think I remember around that time, those, both of those games were out at the same time. <clears throat> and I noticed my good friend, Charlotte Chung, who voices D.Va in Overwatch and Seraph in, in Black Ops. Um, in both of those games. And I was like, holy shit, man. How? <laughs> and I texted her. I was like, congratulations. This is freaking amazing. Like, I'm a huge game fan. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, do you know what this means? And she, she, I don't, I don't want to say like she, that was around the time she first started off. But like, she didn't have that like huge splash yet. And I was like trying to tell her, this is so huge. Like, mm -hmm. as a video game fan, you don't understand what this is going to do. It's going to change yeah. your life. Um, and it did. And I asked her, like, how do I how do I get into this? And she pretty much knew of my work because I was an actor. And she uh, every year there's a showcase at every t television network and they try to find new actors. And I got into one of the finals for C the CBS showcase. And uh, she was my reader opposite of me. And she had very nice things to say about me. So. She knew of my work, and so she walked me into her agency, and I told her I promise I won't let her down, even though I didn't have a voiceover demo reel mm -hmm. or of anything, and I had no experience. Um, and I pretty much told her, "Trust me, I know what I'm doing. I've I know video games. I know more. I probably know more than them." 
And so <laughs> I got walked in and it was a very cocky thing to say, but I, I really did because yeah. I, that's all I did. I read video game news. My friends were uh, div- uh, programmers. They, they uh, created their own company and we would, we would go to E3 and like, I would, that's, that was like my off time thing to do was just read up on video game news and play video games. And I told my agents that the agency that and I, I told them, I promise, like, just like, I know. And, um, when they, they signed me and I think they sort of set me out on a few auditions to give me feelers. And then I, just by luck, just by sheer luck, I got three like blockbuster projects in a row. Yeah. Um, I got World War Z over the Overwatch Diva short, which she actually fought really hard for me to be a part of. And then, uh, and then I got Overwatch. So I got very lucky in a very short period of time. That's fantastic. And that's, that's amazing. Like, I, I don't know if you, I'm sure you get asked this all the time. Like, what can you do as a voice actor, but like to like make it, but it's kind of a, a mix of being at the right place at the right time and being ready when the time comes, right? Like you, you mm-hmm. knew you had it in you, you were confident and you knew that this was going to be a thing. And then the opportunity, uh, you know, came, came out of this, you know, relationship with this person. And then it's just like, you were ready and you did fantastic in it and they loved you. And it was just, you know, the stars aligned and you just got these huge projects. And that's just an amazing story. Like, I don't even know, I can ask like, what are some tips for voice actors? But like, it, it just kind of happened for you. And, and I guess to just be ready when something happens and be patient, like what kind of tips can you give? Yeah. So, so when I was a young actor, when I was like 23 and I was like, I started when I was like 19 and I was, I was really ambitious. And at 22, I ended up shooting this movie with like Harrison Ford and Sean Penn and mm-hmm. Ashley Judd and Josh Gad. Uh, and, I mean, like it was, a, it was like a star studded cast. And I thought like that was going to be like the breakout film. And it was a Weinstein film at the time. Obviously, you know, things have changed sure, since sure, then. Sure. But yeah. <clears throat> at the time, Weinstein, the, all the Weinstein films pretty much had like a like a hundred, almost like, you know, every film that they did, it was like, would go to the Academy Awards and there was buzz around that. And, um, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen. And, but anywho, uh, like I studied theater and acting and, you know, script analysis, you know, whether it's like Meisner, you know, Stanislavski, sure. like um, uh, uh, Strasberg, uh, you know, Uta, like I, I was really like, I was hungry to get better. And I would dive into and do theater and do, you know, do student films and try to do television. Didn't, didn't get many auditions for television, unfortunately. And, um, and, tr- and you know, I auditioned for film a lot. Um, and I just did everything and anything that I could to get, you know, to get more knowledge and to get better at it. And, you know, um, it's kind of weird where like, as I was sort of learning, you'd always hear these stories like, Hey, you know, when opportunity meets preparation, that's when it hits. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I was like, ah, whatever, you know, like I, I, I got this and <laughs> I never, and I wanted it. I wanted it now. I was so sure. uh, like impatient and, I, I still think, you know, you asking me that, thinking back on the days, I'm like, man, it really was that. Because if you think about it, back when I was in my early 20s, there was no room for Asian American actors. Mm-hmm. Zero. Almost zero. And, and we would do like co-star, guest star roles. That was about it. And um, and things aren't all that different now. They're, they've gotten better. De- they've, they've definitely gotten better. But um, it's insane because like... 
me like and i would i also went to during that time i was trying to figure out should i be in korea should i be here so i went to korea i learned korean stayed there came back and um you know it, it was a really uh you know it, it i was going back and forth and it, it all just sort of came together when uh they needed specifically a korean character that could speak english and speak korean and was a sufficient uh voice actor slash actor and so it all sort of aligned for whether it was Taehyung in Overwatch and or Crypto for Apex Legends. So, mm-hmm. and I would have never thought in a million years that a video game would sort of like, how do I say this, break me out to an audience. Oh I yeah, I thought it would, it would always be television or film. And it, yeah. it's sort of this. Uh, I'm I'm a video game player too. You know, I mean, I watch your Twitch streams. I just got done with the Twitch stream, whatever. But it, it's oh, sort no of it's sort of an yo yeah. I ended it and I was like, yes, <laughs> let's go, let's do it. Um, it's sort of like this intimate relationship, and I hate I don't want to use that word, and it's a weird word, but like it is when you spend so much time with these characters, and you know, we have their their story based games, single player games, where you get you know connected with the story, connected with uh, you know going along with this this main protagonist, and they're doing these things, and you feel for them, you feel their emotions and stuff, and then it's this battle royale where I'm, I'm mainly talking about like Apex or like a game like Overwatch, but you do hear you, <laughs> you as the character. We hear you so much. And it, we have a storyline, especially in Apex Legends, we have a storyline for these characters and you get connected to them. And then there's, you know, the community takes it so much further with all this fan art, fan art and you just love these sort of characters. And it's just like, man, I, I drop in and I hear your voice or I hear somebody else's, you know, and it's just this huge connection because people spend tons of hours grinding the game or whatever or just looking at how beautiful i mean we could talk about um some season seven stuff i do want to ask if you like the new map but i'm in love with olympus because i drop in and it just looks beautiful and then all everything coming together you know uh the suspense of actually playing the game and your voice acting and, and new lines for all the characters and stuff like that it's just so amazing um and i would like to know your thoughts on on Olympus, the new map, and and what they did, what they just released with season seven. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a few things to touch on here, but <clears throat> uh, I appreciate the kind words, and I think you're right. Like, I really thought about it, man. I really, really thought about it, and I was like, why, why, why are fans so attached to this? And if you th- and like just like you said, if you think about it, uh, with film, all you get is two hours. You mm-hmm. get two hours, maybe three. And you get all this marketing and then you get some toys and then that's about it. And then with television, you get, you know, the, the success of the series, you get like 10 episodes and then, you know, there's a lot, a lot of story there, but you get 10 episodes and then that's about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, but, and then it ends and you got to wait another two years or something like that for sure. another, you know, 10 or 12 episodes with like something like apex, which is again, we can talk, we can say video games, but I feel like the last of, and then you got something like the last of us or Ghost of Tsushima where you get 30 to 60 hours. Sure. But then you get something like apex, which is, it's an infinite grind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and so people, I can tell you, I have about 800 hours in apex. That's what, exactly. <laughs> I have about six. So, yeah. you know, I'm right there with you. And, um, that's, that's also the other thing too, right? It's like, like you have hundreds of hours playing the game, but also subconsciously, you you know you have this character interaction which again like this is a battle royale but also like 
something like what I've noticed as well, or what I when I noticed with my friend Charlotte was, again, I with, with like I guess the voiceover celebrity aside from Troy Baker and Nolan North as a as a as a large project, I feel like I feel like as a gamer. Overwatch was like a big thing, and that sort of like sort of bloomed voiceover celebrity, whatever you may take of it. And then Apex is sort of taking that on the next tier. But again, I I was like, I really thought about it. I was like, oh, I I get it. Like you said, people are spending people are spending hundreds of hours, and we and as voice actors, our scripts. Like I don't think people understand this. Like when we record for Apex, it's not just like because of the pinging system and the lore. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not just like ten pages. It's like when I first got crypto, it was like we were recording for months, and Jeez. it was, and it was, it was, it's a lot of work, for and sure. um, and you know, and uh, people, I, I, I hope people understand that, you know, and they're patient with, you know, what respawns bringing, but at the same time, touching on what you're what you're asking about season seven, I think it's amazing. I think that it was those are like the best trailers ever. I think the uh, map is extremely dynamic. There's super long sniper spots, and then there's like corridors where you can really have some crazy shootouts, and it's really dynamic. And then you have vehicles on top of that. They they added you could throw dome shields and Sheila on top of the back, and you could have all sorts of crazy dynamic battles. And again, the art is beautiful, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's hats off to the artists and the and the level designers. And again, you get more inner lore interaction with. The writers are extremely creative where they sort of it's their job to sort of sort of uh, implement the, the lore in different, unique, uh, interesting ways, whether it's comics or lore between, you know, you getting rezzed or pinging or, you know, little uh, Easter eggs. So I'm excited. And, I, you know, I just goes to show, in my personal opinion, as a gamer. And again, I, I yes, I do work for the company, but as a gamer. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to play hours of this game if I didn't like it, you know? Sure. Um, I mean, you do stream. Yeah, I mean, you you do stream. We'll have the link to your stream, of course, so they can check you out playing it live, playing as yourself. But I I do want to touch, like, yeah, there is no other, like, Battle Royale with memorable characters like Fortnite, yeah. we have characters that you you know you know the skins, but they don't have voices. You know, mm-hmm. Ball Guys, I guess. <laughs> Ball Guys, they right, don't have a yeah. voice. Uh, Call of Duty, their their voices aren't me- memorable. But yeah, like you're saying, Overwatch, Apex Legends, they have these specific characters that you can grow with. And and I do agree. Like Horizon, the Horizon stuff, the videos, and all of that is just insane. How much you know? How leaps and bounds? How much respawn has gone? over this past almost i guess two years now or a year um year and a half and it's just like i'm so excited for what's to come and for me as a gamer like i don't know what kind of games you would play uh, but i do love a good story and that's the one thing that i love about apex legends it's not just shooting and things you know if, if it was just shooting like i don't play call of duty i'm not a big fan of that if it was just shooting then it wouldn't grab my attention but what it is is these characters you know horizon telling me about her backstory as we drop yeah. in somewhere and yeah. and things like that and and the story with you know crypto's character is still open and all these other you know aspects that are coming in from season six into season seven and it's just so exciting exciting to be an apex fan and i'm happy that more people are playing it like i'm sure you've seen it on twitter and everything people are dropping back in or people are dropping in for the first time or you know, you see them in your streams. They're like, "Hey, I just started, and mm-hmm. can can you help me or something like that?" Like, yeah. uh, how are how are the fans taking? Uh, have you seen how are they taking season seven or just Apex going on 
from from here? Um, they seem a lot more excited, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for season, especially for season seven. I, I've heard like, you know, again, Shroud said like, this is the best, you know, and it was really sure. cool to hear someone like him to say it. And, um, and, you know, it's crazy to see the love just in general, whether it's fan art, I get fan art daily. It's Oh, insane. that's amazing. And, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the Twitter comments, but also like crazy things like, now I stream and now I make YouTube content. Like this would never have been a thing in the past, but like, you know, being a part of the game and streaming and making YouTube content and being, and having a discord and being able to connect with the community and, 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 and it being through my channel, you know, because yeah. in, in the past you would, you know, before there was Twitter and discord and Twitch, you would have to on YouTube, you would have to go through conventions or you wouldn't be able to connect with your fans in any sort of way. And it's almost sort of like a thing where I didn't understand Twitch either. And I, and I always wanted to be a streamer. But when I started, I was like, I don't get why people keep tuning in. And I'm like, I, half of me <laughs> thinks like you're, they're just not going to be there one day. Yeah, sure. But I realized, oh, my God, it's like it's you, you get attached, you can enjoy you, you enjoy their content. And I know this because I start to follow people now and i watch them whether it's lurking or um you know like i look forward to their streams now and i i watch more streams and youtube content more than i watch television now oh yeah or for movies. Sure. it's crazy yeah yeah i i used to be like that too and i was making youtube content i didn't understand the twitch stream i was like but I'm making a YouTube video and I'm spending hours editing and I'm doing all these cool cuts. And I'm like, why are you watching this person just sit there at home? (laughs) What is that about? I was like, that's not real content. That's not it. And then I started watching somebody and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Like, oh, I know about this guy's day and I spent an hour and then two hours. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm hooked finding these people, finding new people. And yeah, Yeah. I I definitely, (laughs) I definitely didn't understand it as well. I was just like, Oh my God. Why do people watch? What? Yeah. It's like, it's like a hangout. It's like, it's like going to somebody's home almost. It's like, it's like a hangout, like a buddy's hangout. Like, Mm -hmm. cause I I realized this when at night, like I would finish my streams and I would look forward to going to my other friend's streams and I would bounce around. And when they weren't online, I'm like, where are you guys at? Like, how come you guys aren't streaming today? Like, (laughs) come on. Like I need to, I need somewhere to go and hang out, (laughs) you know? And, uh, you know, I I found myself doing that too. And I started to understand, oh, it's about community connection. It's about, it's this weird thing. It's like its own thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I, interestingly enough, like back in 08, uh, when, when like the whole economic situation happened um, and there was no scripted television because the, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but there was an actor strike and a writer strike yes, that happened yes. back to back. And that's when the reality TV started coming out. And there was like all these, all these reality stars like Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton. And, and then, and a lot of YouTube started, you know, that was when like the YouTube era sort, sort of start starting. And um, I remember t- I was like, oh, I'm 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 better than this. Like I'm a I'm a th- I'm a theater actor. And then I realized, oh no, my thinking's backwards. I'm 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 it's old thinking. I'm I'm being left behind. So I told myself then when the next thing comes, I I won't make that same mistake again. And so that's why I've been on Twitch and YouTube and pushing really hard. Yeah, you've been. I mean, you're doing amazing. Thank you so much for like making this character come alive i I mean i just have like one more question i guess like of course of course uh how did you find the voice of crypto and like uh, what steps you know led up did you get like 
the the character art for him and then you kind of had to figure that out what was the the steps that led to actually finding crypto's voice um so there there was multiple steps uh, y- you know for some characters you just sort of get it and for this character i really really want well i was a huge fan of apex too so i wanted i didn't want to do a disservice to the character mm-hmm. so uh i think the breakdown was something like um you know he was mysterious he's a spy and you know i think like they wanted something like uh like john wick or or neo and i i, I was like I, I get the essence but i was like there's not it needs to be deeper than that i thought mm-hmm. and so i you know i got a lot of influence from korean films um there were there were two in particular um that i sort of based because i needed to know why he was like this so i made up my backstory on on my own and i watched two films uh they were like one of like one of them is like my favorite is it's called a bittersweet life mm-hmm. um and then the other one was a man from nowhere and um you can look those up yeah sure, fantastic yeah. films um but so i needed to know his history like why he was so like angry or like you know deep inside and mysterious and so a lot of the history I needed to build what came from that, but also like, that's why that's why he speaks, you know, he speaks with low register cause he doesn't want to be found out and he's very paranoid. But then you, so it's like, there's that, that's where the, his low register comes in. And then, and then like the Korean phonetically, if we break it up, like speaking like this, uh, when you speak English, like, like, like mm-hmm. that's how, and then, you smooth it out a little bit because if you break it up too much, then the audience won't understand what sure. you're saying. So, so then you he starts to so so he's so speaking English like this, you start to smooth it out just a little like this, and you have a little accent, and then you bring it down here, so he sounds like this. <laughs> so, so it's like it's a mix between uh, a bunch of things. I got chills. I'm sorry. Wow. Yes. I <laughs> but love that's it. like a, a very surface level. If you start to actually start to add in history as well, it can get deeper. Like his, you know, like the way he thinks and stuff. But For sure. Thank- and I mean, going forward and like with the story, the changing story and stuff. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you have those voice lines for, you know, going forward into next seasons or whatever, but like. I'm sure going forward and, and with all these characters, they're going to change somehow. I mean, we've already seen some changing within them. So, I mean, of course it would change their voice maybe a little bit or how they interact with characters. I mean, crypto for sure. Last season had some stuff uh, going on with Watson and uh, that changed their relationship for quite a while and still mm-hmm. has. Um, but yeah, thank Johnny. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to put the links to all your info or your Twitch, your Twitter and all that stuff. So they can go find you, go follow you and go check you out. Thank you so much for talking with me today. It was a pleasure. Of course you got it. That's the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much to Johnny Young again for coming on the podcast and talking about everything, his life, crypto, so much more. Thank you so much to him. You can go ahead and follow him on Twitter, Johnny Young 115. The same thing on Twitch, Johnny Young 115. He's always playing Apex Legends and he's just talking, talking to you. Uh, he has some other voice actors on there. And like he said in the interview, he will be getting into some uh, VR stuff. So that could be really interesting youtube uh, the tiger hour on youtube go check him out i'm gonna put all the links to everything that he's doing down in the description and of course you can hear him as crypto in the video game apex legends i've been jules the human thank you so much for listening again 
it's it's insane thank you thank you thank you go ahead and follow me on twitch at jules the human at j-u-l-e-s twitch.tv slash jules the human twitter instagram tiktok jules the human.com j-u-l-e-s the human it's super simple go follow me and come hang out with the community and talk with us all my links are in the description as well uh i'll see you next week thank you so much again for all the emails the apple podcast review let's play some games jules the human if you want to play some games i'm currently grinding through gold getting it to plat hopefully diamond at some point but yes let's play some games and until next week i'll see you in olympus bye we have our apex champions 